eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, Cordell, so we typically do um, pats on the hat. But this is an embarrassing outing, man. Like, I mean, I, you know, I can pull some pats on that out if you need me to. I'm but uh, it's going to be real hard. I'm going to tell you this now. It's going to be real hard in me doing this. So let me start off giving my pat, one pat on the hat to Roquan Smith. Um, he had eight total tackles. I mean, like, if you look at it on paper, it doesn't look like he did anything outstanding. But when you watch the film, he was everywhere. And um, this this was just a great trade by the Ravens. And, you know, um, he has really been a gem into the defense. And particularly today, he was the silver, line, uh, the silver lining of what the Ravens were looking like on defense. So that is my first pet on the hat. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have an issue with that at all. He sets the tone. He fly, He's flying around the field. He's putting people in positions. Um he, he he's out there, so he's a part of the laws himself. But he he definitely was one of the bright spots uh, on the field for the Ravens today. I'll give one on the other side of the ball. Josh Oliver going back out to the team that drafted him in Jacksonville. Josh Oliver, four catches on six targets, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Big day for him with Isaiah Likely not being on the field. Josh Oliver is coming into his own this year. He's done nothing but get better and better. Um, and, you know, on a day where the Ravens have a terrible loss, I, at least it probably feels good for him to at least have a nice career day. Yeah, I, I, I was really um, happy to see him, you know, be involved in this offense because, like you said, he, went, he, was, he was drafted by the Jags. So, you know, pretty, it was good to see him you know, be involved against his former team. I'm going to pull one out just because, right? 
I'll give one to Deshaun Jackson, right? Like, I mean, I don't really ain't expect much from him. It might be the only big play we might see for him for the rest no, of the year. Because you know that old man got hamstring issues. But uh, that's it really looks like a thumb issue, too. On the broadcast, he's got his thumb wrapped up. See? And after that play, he's holding – he was holding his hand quite a bit. So, we'll see. 35 years old. Um, it's not old in regular people years, but in football years, it's like 80. So, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I would not be surprised if he got bank ailments and, you know, all these things going on with him. However, that 62-yard pass was a great uh, pass, reminding you some old Deshaun stuff. Now, I hope his hamstring is uh, held up and maybe he can be involved in next week's game. But if not, hey. We got we got we got a 62 yarder out of him as a Baltimore Raven. So I'll give one to Deshaun Jackson as well. Uh shoot. I mean, I'm grasping at straws right now, but <laughs> Marlon. I'll give one to Marlon. I thought Marlon was playing all over the field at a sack in this game, two tackles for loss as well. Um, you know, I, I thought he did a really good job on Christian Kirk for majority of the game. You could see once Marlon wasn't on the field how the Jaguars really started to expose that Ravens secondary. Um, so, like I said, that'll be the big thing for me is – and he, Marlon's been dealing with stuff all year. Yes, you know, yes. This, this isn't new. So, um, hopefully he's not going to end up breaking down because I, I really think they need him considering Marcus Peters isn't playing at the level to where you can do without Marlon anymore. Maybe if this was two, three years ago, that would have been the case – not right now. Yeah, I, I don't have any more pats on the hat. Um, I, I got, got some tomatoes. tomatoes for, <laughs> I got some tomatoes, but I won't do that. Moving forward, Cordell, um, do you think that this offense can be salvaged? I think this offense can be good enough. I I think they're you know they've got a game changing player in Lamar Jackson, so that right there gives you the the capabilities to to be able to make big plays they just haven't made them and you know they've got to start hitting on some of these they get their opportunities granted they have their moments where guys are running wide open and Lamar just you know he misses them at times so uh, I think it'll be important for them to start executing better going forward if they're going to uh, get to the level that they want to get to. They, they, their biggest knock is that they keep leaving points on the field. You got to yeah. get away from settling for these field goals. The one way to change that is to start hitting on big plays. Obviously, the red zone is going to be the killer, and it's still crazy because that used to be a huge strength for them. Right now, they can't run the ball in the red zone. You have to be able to run the ball in the red zone. The Ravens can't do that right now. They got to get back to doing what they're best at. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Yeah, as I, I think coming into this game, 
they were 20th uh, in red zone scoring, um, which is not good. That's the lower half of the, you know, the rest of the league. So you really have to find a way to, you know, get back into the end zone because kicking field goals is not going to be it. And by the time Justin Tucker kicked that third one, I was like, the Ravens are probably going to lose this football game simply because they can't score touchdowns. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that third one was kind of what sealed it for me because it just it, it told me what type of day it was going to be. Um, I, they have to find ways to court out to fix the little problems. Should not take as much time as it did for them to make that fourth down call and then only for them to run that play uh, and yeah. then to not get it. We haven't really gotten in on that. Like, what was that? I, I, I mean, I'm surprised nobody really asked specifically. And I mean, we'll see tomorrow uh, because I, I'm sure Harbs will be asked uh, about that, whether it's by somebody else or by myself. What was the, what was that play call on that fourth and one? Was that designed? Was it supposed to be Lamar look for a hole, or was it? Like, I, I don't know what that was right. for me. I, I just knew they were going to hand the ball off to Gus Edwards and really not overthink it. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like a quarterback sneak isn't the highest uh, success rate in that type of situation. But that was a weird-looking quarterback sneak right there. And then they're rushing to the line. Guys, too often they have to tell guys to go to one side of the field to the other because they're lining up wrong. It's, it was mind number, but that play right there, you could see John Harbaugh was not happy. He was letting somebody on the headset know about it as well. It looked like um, I would imagine that's Greg Roman. And even, even in the press conference, John Harbaugh was asked about the clock going down on the play clock and stuff. And he continued, he's, this is the first time he's done this. He said it's on the coaches. He keeps saying it's on the coaches. So is it Greg Roman not, getting the call out quick enough? Is it Greg Roman stumbling over his words? Or, like, what is it? Whatever yeah. it is, it's too late in the season to still be dealing with that. This is now, what, uh, week week 13? You know, this is it's ridiculous. Yeah, completely agree. And so, basically, we're not going to get it. It's not going to change. Basically, we just got to get used to it. <laughs> it feels that way anyway. Basically. <sighs> All right, guys, we hope that um, you have uh, gotten over the loss a little bit. I know sometimes it takes people to get over it, you know, longer, but got to move forward. Right. You know, like Marlon Humphrey said, 24 hours. You only got 24 hours and then they got to move forward to the next game, which is the Denver Broncos uh, on Sunday who have their own problems, Cordell. They were, yeah. it appears that they were uh, not too thrilled and having some words for quarterback Russell Wilson That's um, right. their loss against the Panthers. No, yes. yeah. I mean, I, I, it's only a matter of time before people hit their boiling point out there. They're not where they wanted to be, where they thought they'd be coming into this season. And when you pay uh, a quarterback that much money, you expect, different results than what they're getting also speaking of that you know you see people gotta chill you see you see Pete you see your boy Lamar on Twitter let you know letting people have it and stuff Lamar was clearly upset after this game he was upset at the podium dropped an f-bomb and he sure did Lamar Lamar was pissed at the podium and it carried over on the Twitter some of these fans, y'all got to chill, man. I mean, I'm not saying don't let these people hear about it. I definitely think you should, you know, but 
this is where we are. It's when you when you're in a situation to where you're trying to pay your quarterback, you divide the fan base, and every time the team wins, it's up. Oh, this is why you can't pay them. And when they win, or, or you know, vice versa, yeah, opposite. So I, I I don't know, but it just looked like Lamar's hitting his boiling point with uh, some the way he responded to people today. And I don't blame him. I do not blame him, you know, because I I just think that a lot of this is multifaceted and I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. And then, you know, fans are going to do what they do. I I just want Lamar to find a way to not get on social media, um, you know, particularly immediately after losses like that. You know what I'm saying? Just just. Find a way to find something else to put your energy into. Don't let these people take you out of con, uh, out of character, you know, because ultimately you are the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. They These people are on their couch, uh, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. So it's no point in doing that. Me, They doing what me and you doing, except for you and I are on uh, the Odyssey app getting paid to do it. And they are here not doing it for money. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's Lamar, really please, don't let these people take you out of your character. It's really not worth it. And just move on to Denver. Hopefully by then everybody's in a good mood and uh, we can move forward from there. So we want to thank everybody for listening to the Winning Drive podcast. We are sorry that it came in a loss. Hopefully next week we will have a, a, a better, more uplifting uh, podcast of sorts. Hopefully the Ravens will pull out a win against the Broncos. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.